welcome to Move Into the Bluegrass, a podcast about Lexington, its neighborhoods, and its people. I am here today with my producer, Carrie Lewis, my husband and fellow realtor, Rick Zander, and my other friend and realtor, Ben Allen, and his lovely wife, Jennifer. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, guys. How we doing? Doing good. <laughs> We're going to talk in a little bit about your subdivision, about Greenbrier, and... Um, which is, give me a little summary of the location of Greenbrier. Uh, so Greenbrier is located on Winchester Road, uh, just out Winchester Road, outside of Manowar. So if you go to the dead end of Manowar, where it dies on Winchester Road, you turn right, going towards Winchester, and it's about a mile from there. All right. Well, we'll get into all the details in a little bit. But first, I just want to catch up for a minute. How's it going? How are y'all doing? We're good. This is my first podcast. I'm excited. Mine well, too. good. Yeah. Well, um, I've done a few now, and, and each one gets a little bit better, I think. Um, I, um, I I keep, uh, I'm in awe of, of the view I've, I've got right now sitting at your table. Um, the last time we were here mm-hmm. at your house was at the brokerage Christmas party in December of 2019, and uh, no masks, Um Tables everywhere, food everywhere, people everywhere. It was wonderful. And uh, now I'm seeing it in the daylight. It's, it's, I've not seen this view before. It's beautiful. The good, the good old days. Those are the good old days. But I think they're coming back. I, I hope. hope. I hope so. I'm getting a vaccine next week. So there you go. Here we go. Way to go. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about um, yourselves and your time in Lexington. Were you born here? Did you move here from somewhere else? Um, how did you meet? All the goodies. Okay, I'll start. So I was actually born in Lexington and came home from the hospital to Greenbrier. So I've lived here my entire life. My entire family lives out here. My parents live out here, my sister. So we're we're all out here. So that's a lot of fun. And just have stayed here, left a little bit for college and then ended up coming back. Actually, when Ben and I got together and right before we got married, we purchased a home and came back. So that has been... My entire existence has been at Greenbrier, so it's kind of an interesting, an interesting thing. And then Ben and I met in 2010, and we got set up by my cousin. He he does not remember when we met. I can tell by the look on his face. But (laughs) we met in 2010, and my cousin actually set us up on a blind date. And when we first met, neither one of us, I think, were sure of the other and thought, oh, you know. I'm doubting that. She knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's true. But I told my mom, I said, I don't know. You know, he's got an accent. I'm just not really sure about it. But um, we, you know, off and on talked for a couple months. And then I guess the rest is history. So we got married several years after that. And... I got him to move to Greenbrier. Wonderful. So, so tell me about your history, Ben. Where Where are you from? So, I'm from. Uh, if If you go to heaven and take a left, <laughs> oh my word. you'll get to Casey County, and that's that's where I'm from. Uh, I born and raised there. Grew up a uh, small small town, family farm. We had a dairy farm, had beef cattle. Um, grew up there. My mom told me I had to go to college, so I moved to Lexington in 2005. Uh, with one of my best friends, I hated it. So we had an apartment on uh, Red Mile. I'd schedule my classes on Tuesday and Thursday so that I could drive back home on Thursday night mm-hmm. and not have to come back to Lexington until Tuesday morning. Mm. Just because I hated it, didn't want to be there. I went from growing up on a farm and can do get out and do whatever you want to mm-hmm. living in an apartment and 
it, I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So Greenbrier, though, it represents Casey County, right? Uh, you know, they're a little different. <laughs> uh, Jennifer and I have very different uh, upbringings, uh, but it's all right. We get to we get to give our boys a, a mixture of both of them. Yeah, I'd which say you've is, got the best of yeah, which both is worlds really, out here. Really fun. Um, but I, I ended up leaving. So freshman year, I, I hated Lexington so much that I moved back to Casey County. My best friend that came up here with me um, will say that he his GPA left a little to be desired <laughs> his freshman year, and his mom suggested he might consider coming back home as well mm-hmm. uh, to boost his GPA at, at Somerset Community College. So we did that, and then after that, um, our sophomore year, then we had to come back to Lexington to finish, and that's when I ended up getting my real estate license and met her a few years after that, and uh, she was not interested in moving back to Casey County. How far away is Casey County? It's about an hour and a half from here to the farm. So, uh, yeah. Is that where your llama is? No, they're actually here. In Lexington. <laughs> uh, she made it known to me. It was made known to me very early that if that if this relationship progressed, I would live in Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she let me know that, uh, and that I was free to drive back to Casey County as often <laughs> as I wanted, but that I she would not be residing there permanently. So and that's, that's why we're non-negotiable here. right there. Uh, yeah, she made that pretty clear. So how long have you been in Greenbrier now? Two thousand thirteen. What year did we get married? 2013. So we bought our first house in 2012 out here. Okay. So now everyone said we were crazy because we bought a house. We weren't, we weren't even engaged yet. It was a big project. And so we knew that we were going to work on it. weren't going to live there. Um, I'll just say that I was getting a little pressure to buy this (laughs) ring, you know, uh, from, from a lot of sources. Uh, so anyway, we bought our first house in 12 and started renovating it, finished it, just at the beginning of 13, and then we moved Well, in. no, I was wrong. It was 14. We got engaged in 13 and got married at the beginning of 14. Oh, see there? I'm not the only one yeah, that no, forgets I'm and so, yeah. but you've But so you, when you bought this house mm-hmm. and you were renovating it, were you living in it during the renovation? or N- No, it was it was not livable. And it was not this house. In the beginning. Right. It was another one. Uh, not livable in the beginning. And so we worked on it. I just built a new house over off of... Uh, polo club in the home place Mm -hmm. and so I sold it moved into a townhouse that I owned as a rental and so I was living there while we were working on the Bahama Roadhouse and then once we got married in January at the end of January we moved in like first night as a wedded couple was in our new home so so now how long have you been married now seven eight years seven going on so now you so now you're like going to soon be past the seven-year itch for marriage and a beautiful house and a subdivision that you now love, right? Yes, there we, go. we do I love guess. it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So your anniversary is going to be coming up close then, huh? It is. It's next week. Next it week. Next week. Did you know that's that? Right. I did know that. <laughs> what day next week? 20, oh gosh. Sixth. Oh, that's 26th. my birthday. Is it? Well, yes. There you right. go. 27th, maybe. Yeah. I, it's the yeah. 26th or 7th. <laughs> I'll have to check on that. Well, it might be my birthday or it might be the <laughs> okay. day after. You know what I'm amazed we'll at celebrate. is you, you said 26th or 27th, and, and Jennifer just smiled and didn't reach over and smack you, and I think I no. would have gotten the different reaction if I didn't know the day. <laughs> no. So um, tell me um, about so – when I drive out here, I see big yards. Tell mm. me about – uh, a little bit about the house. Describe the houses out here, the ages, the lot sizes. Can you give me, is, is it a lot of variety? 
um, or do you have a lot of houses that are at the point where they need renovation or that have been renovated? Yeah, so um, I'll take that, and then you can kind of jump in and talk okay. about growing up in here if you want. Um, so Greenbrier just is coming up on its 50-year anniversary. Um, the the club itself is, and it, it was established before the first residential lots were. Um, and so the residential lots essentially were developed at two different times. There's a new section and an old section. So most of the old section, which is Bahama Road and the, the out outlying set lots that that most of them back to the golf course most of those are right at an acre um and would have been developed between 1970 and then the mid to late 70s mid 70s um and then the new section started shortly after that those are smaller lots which you call kind of the interior lots um and so they're a little smaller um houses are still very the houses on the new section and old section are similar but there aren't too many that are the same. So very custom. Yeah, kind of custom. There were a lot of um, a lot of them were built by the same guys, and there's a couple of plans that are, are repeated in the neighborhood. Even our first house that we talked about, I know it's in the neighborhood two or three more times, but they all look a little bit mm-hmm. different. You'd have to really look at them yeah, to know it was mm-hmm. the same. Yeah, you you would have to kind of pick that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're all bigger lots, big trees. Um, Greenbrier total is, uh, it's right at 350 acres counting the, counting the golf course and the neighborhood. Um, do you know approximately how many houses are in the subdivision? And when you, when, when someone says Greenbrier, does that also include the reserve at Greenbrier or is that two different subdivisions? Um, so first question, I think there are 371 properties in Greenbrier. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I'm close at that. Um, if it's not exactly right, it's 371 or 77, I think, um, the Greenbrier reserve no is, is different. So that's a new, that is a, um, was an adjoining farm originally to Greenbrier, um, that probably five years ago they developed to, to put homes on. Is that where they have the Jimmy Nash homes? Yes. So okay. Greenbrier Reserve now is an exclusive Jimmy Nash community. And they, and those houses are, I've got a printout here of sales for last year. Mm-hmm. It looks like the average one sold for $1,421,473. Yes. So they're up there. Yeah, they are. They're all, um, the lots aren't quite as big as what you would say in traditional Greenbrier, mm-hmm. uh, but the houses are mostly bigger. Um, they're all be- beautiful homes back there. Most of those folks, so when I get, uh, as a realtor, when I get buyers that, that say, hey, show us properties in Greenbrier, we want to be in that area, you, have, you either have somebody that wants to buy a house that is okay with eight-foot ceilings and remodel stuff mm-hmm. that comes along with a house that was built in the 70s, mm-hmm. or if they say, no, we absolutely love tall ceilings and a ton of natural light mm-hmm. and you know bright colors and design, they're not they're not going to be a fit for traditional Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. They probably need to go to the reserve. Okay. And so the golf course, does that belong to one or the other or both? Um, How does that so work? The, the golf course is completely independent from either of the neighborhoods. Okay. Um, and so the, the golf course was is an entity of its own that is in, in no way connected to or affiliated with the neighborhood. So even if you live in green, traditional Greenbrier, you don't have to be a member of the club. Um, your dues that you pay go to, um, 
go to the association that manages the neighborhood lots themselves. They don't go, it doesn't go to the club. The club's not responsible for anything associated with the neighborhood. Now they have a great relationship and in the club host events and neighborhood kids can go and attend for the 4th of July as an example for that. Um, but they're not truly connected in any mm-hmm. way. So, so that's yeah. probably appealing for people that, that maybe want the beauty of, of staring at a, a green, but they don't want, they don't, they're not golfers and they don't want to pay the fees. Very mm-hmm. much so. Um, th- there are several people out here that I can think of right off that do not play golf. They don't have a club. They have no desire to have a club, but they like, um, the big trees. They like mm-hmm. the bigger lots. They like looking out back and seeing the course or they like, maybe they take walks in the morning and walk the cart paths. And are you a golfer? I do not own a golf club. Do you golf? I don't. I don't. It's really a missed opportunity because we can walk yeah. right out there and do it. But yeah, Rick's Rick's big time golfer. I mean, if you know Rick at all, you know he loves to be on the golf course. And uh, did you? I don't know. Since you don't own any golf clubs, I don't know how much you know about the golf course. But did you have any golf course questions? Yeah, I was going to say I was hoping to get an invite to come out here and play because I've never played Greenbrier, <laughs> but I guess listen. that's not going to happen. <laughs> Just because we don't play doesn't mean we can't yeah, right. invite we, you out. We to can play. probably figure that out. <laughs> We've got a golf cart. Yeah, I saw that in the garage. I will, I will drive the golf cart, and you can. Uh, I'll drive you around eighteen holes. And you can that would be awesome. I actually, ball wherever uh, you want to go. When we walked around the back of your house here just a minute ago, I, I thought about whether I had my clubs in my in my truck or not, and whether I could just get a nine iron out and hit yeah, some balls with that green. Yeah, might as well. Do but we I, I don't have it so, at the house. So for the golfers that may be listening, do we know how? Greenbrier golf course might compare to, and I don't know if anybody will know this answer, um, Keen or Champions. I don't know that because I haven't played this one. I would assume uh, it looks pretty nice. It doesn't look like it's too tight. Andover was pretty tight course. There might be some spots, but um, the course looks nice. I think the memberships, when I looked online, are probably fairly similarly priced. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I know that Greenbrier now is is after – uh, Andover closed is the last true single f- single family neighborhood that you can live on a golf course in Fayette County. So you have Griffin Gate, mm-hmm. um, but that's a little bit different setup um, in terms of the homes and the way that 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 you have to pay their membership and all that sort of thing. So um, Greenbrier certainly is is the last family owned one as well um, in terms of the club. But yeah. as far as playing it or Tight course, open course, hard, easy. I can tell you Pete Dye designed it, yep. uh, but that's about all I know when it comes to the golf course. So, so tell me about the clubhouse. Do you, I assume there's a clubhouse, mm-hmm. and you said there's activities. Is that something that you choose to join or not or be able to participate in? Um, and, and if you can, you said they have some things with the kids. Tell me what you've done. They up do. There. So the clubhouse itself, you can join right now. They're full, but there's different membership options. So you could join as a full golf member or, you know, a social member, just to do events and just go to the pool, that sort of thing. So there's different options for different people. A lot of people join it for all the kids activities. There's a real strong junior PGA showing and actually other clubs now are starting to bring their youth out to do all the junior PGA activities. They do kids camp during the summer, Camp Greenbrier as they run it every few weeks during the summer, and that's a huge draw. Friday nights they do Camp Greenbrier, they call it, 
might just be kids kids club on is Friday that, night. Is that just golf stuff or is that all kinds of activities? That's all kinds of activities. Mm-hmm. So they do the junior golf stuff and then they have the Camp Greenbrier. They'll have a water week and all sorts of different, you know, fun type of activities. There? Mm-hmm. there is a pool. They remodeled the pool several years ago. And it has got a wonderful zero entry toddler pool, which is a huge, certainly when I had, you know, my boys now are a little bit bigger, but when they were little, that was where I camped out all summer was right there at the zero entry toddler pool. So they've got just all sorts of fun things like that. And then certainly we partner with the actual neighborhood. They do a big 4th of July parade for trick or treating over the past few years. We've done a big hayride. So those things aren't necessarily directly related to the club, but members out here can take advantage of that. People that live out here can take advantage of that. So um, there's a dining room up there. They have family nights where you can go up and they have, it's not childcare, but they have an area where your children can go and color and do a puzzle and you can kind of enjoy your meal, you know, at a distance where you could see them. Of course, this is all pre-COVID. Meet Santa parties, gingerbread house parties, all those sorts of things that you would find at a traditional country club they have up there as well. And it's, they're, they're wonderful. The boys love it. They have Halloween parties for the children and adults and just lots of fun, fun things that you can do if you're a member of the club. So tell me about, before we started recording this evening, we were talking a little bit about your neighbors and your little statue thing out front that has a Christmas costume on it right now. Tell me about the makeup of, of the people. So that is, um, the, the little statue is a Sasquatch. It's a concrete painted Sasquatch that we found on the side of the road in Virginia, Virginia somewhere in Virginia. And I saw it and, and had to have it. And so I brought it home that night and, and he was pretty heavy. Our driveway is fairly long. And so I pulled up, parked, got him out of the back of my truck, had him up on my shoulder and wanted to walk the, I don't know, 30 yards to my neighbor's driveway and set it up on top of their mailbox. That's what I wanted them to do. I wanted them to wake up the next morning <laughs> to a three-foot-tall Sasquatch on their mailbox. And I got about halfway down my driveway and realized that was a poor decision that I had made because he was too heavy for me to carry that far. But luckily, I, I got there and somehow wrestled it up on top oh of their mailbox. Gosh. How much do you think but, it weighs? Um, he, he, he'll push 200 pounds. Oh, my probably. gosh. It's solid concrete. It's got steel in it. It's, he's, he's a healthy guy. Uh, he weighs more than you do. Yeah, yes. yes <laughs> he, he does. does. He does. Uh, and so after that, so they came out the next morning, obviously, and laughed. And the male lady got a, a good kick out of it for several days. And so then we decided we wanted to take it to, to some other friends in the neighborhood. We wanted to, to do it to them. Well, so then we moved him in the middle of the night, moved him to their house. Well, then a couple of days later, we got word that they had moved him to somebody else's house. Oh, hilarious. And so now he's like the traveling gnome of Greenbrier and he gets put in these random places. Um, he gets decorated right now. Like you said, he, he's dressed like Santa Claus. And we did not do that. Somebody in the neighborhood came and did that. Yeah. Somebody did that. He's 4th of July. He's had, um, somebody posted pictures a couple of years ago on social media about his first day back to school. He was wearing a backpack, <laughs> had a back to school t-shirt on. Um, he tailgates a lot, wears a lot of Kentucky gear for tailgating. That's great. He attends some parties. The man gets around a little does bit. He, does he mostly land in your driveway, or is it pretty spread? Um, no, it's it's pretty spread out. Um, he will find his way to the course every now and then. Um, he'll find his way when they're having like men's league stuff or the ladies' league. 
the ladies tend to have a little more fun on ladies' nights. I think the guys are a little more serious about the men's league, but the ladies like to have fun, and so they'll dress him up, and he'll end up on the course somewhere Hilarious. with some glow-in-the-dark items usually, and that's how you find him. you got to go pick him up and bring him back home. But, uh, yeah, funny. he gets around. But everybody uh, everybody seems to seems to enjoy it. We ha- I, That I know of, nobody's been mad that he showed up. We had one family that – Called after a couple of days and asked me to come get him because their dogs were barking incessantly. At <laughs> I him. don't think my dog would like uh, it very no. much. <laughs> but other than that, I think everybody's been okay and, and pretty welcoming Hilarious. to to the Sasquatch. So and so you've you've just got a lot of neighbors that like to have fun and have a good sense of oh humor. Oh my gosh, and that then, yeah. really is. I think you know, of course, living out here with the with the golf course and the pool, we always tell people it's like living at a resort. Yeah, and it really has that feel. You know, I mean, I during the summer I hardly ever leave. I just get on the golf cart and I go visit my friends and the but the community of people, all of our really good friends live out here, and we do stuff together, and we're all you know. It sounds like a dream. It, it, it's wonderful, and it's wonderful for our children to get to experience. I mean, now. I'm, I'll open up the doors earlier when I looked outside and it was almost 50 degrees. I said, boys, get outside. And I feel like that a little bit has gotten lost for just this generation raising children. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that is, I like to think some of that's just because we're in a neighborhood with these big yards and there's a lot of young families moving in and we kind of all look out for each other's kids. That's and nice. so I, I grew up like that out here, you know, when my parents said, get outside and come home when it's dark. Mm-hmm. And I love that my children are getting to experience that kind of, you know, community of people yes. and that we know if, if something ever happened, I could just call my neighbors. And I think that it's something that people are getting away from. Do you think but, it's coming back now, though, that we're so many things have been shut down because of COVID? I and, hope. And, I hope that people are starting to, you know, depend on the community around them. Mm-hmm. And um, but that is certainly something I think makes Greenbrier unique. Is it's a little bit old school in the sense of letting your kids go out mm-hmm. and the neighbors, you know, look out for each other and all that sort of thing. So we, um, I mean, we vacation with all of the group of friends out here oh, and that's fun. it's, it's great fun. And another thing I want to say is that, so I grew up out here and then I moved, you know, moved back and that was always, I knew I wanted to come back here. And actually some of our good friends, they live kind of across the lake from us and she grew up out here and her parents live out here. Oh, how of fun. course my parents live out here. So after she got married, she told her husband who was from Berea, mm-hmm. she told him we're moving to Greenbrier. And so it's kind of a, at this point becoming a generational thing where you've got a group of people who grew up out here that is and fantastic. they want their families to, mm-hmm. you know, experience that. So they, Ben and her husband kind of joked that they got dragged out here, but of course they love it. Um, so what's it like for someone new coming in that's not grown up here mm-hmm. that doesn't have the connection in the roots? Are they welcomed? Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely. Um, you know, we, Jennifer mentioned our Halloween thing that we have and Fourth of July thing that we have, and then even just the kids playing and, and that sort of thing. Um, I, I've heard re- there was a family that moved in recently that uh, we had to to the Halloween event, and then we did a movie in the backyard, and so the kids watched it. But anyway, he he came up to me afterwards. He brought his wife and and their children and said, "Man, this is just so cool! Like, really appreciate you guys inviting us out." And um, it just seems like this is we're we're super happy that we landed here. They just kind of picked the house. The neighborhood was whatever. They mm-hmm. didn't know know much about it. Um, but he's like, "We 
we love everything that we've learned so far and everybody that we've met has been super nice. And that's so good. I, I sometimes like, when, when there's a new person coming into a place mm-hmm. where there's an established friend group, they yeah. can feel, you know, like sure. hard to break in. I don't think so. I, I feel like at least for us in our, our little corner of, of where we are here, we're, our doors always open. We joked before we started this podcast that somebody might walk in yeah. during it. And that's very likely like our house is always open to, to visitors. So we feel like we're pretty open and I, and I feel like everybody else is too, mm-hmm. um, out here. It seems like. So we didn't talk about price range of houses out here. We talked about the reserve that were the, the newer section. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've got a, uh, a summary here that has one house that sold for four fifty one. Um, that was in November of 2020. And then there was one that sold for 1,060,000, uh, in July of 2020. So a broad range, but it looks like most of them are right there around the 500 ish mark, 500, 600. They, they are. And what really will, will make those distinguishing differences is have they been updated mm-hmm. or not? And so for a lot of the reasons that we've talked about, folks don't tend to leave Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. So again, a lot of these houses were built early 70s there are still several original club members slash original homeowners that are in their house and so by and large a lot of times those people as they get older and the house gets older they don't tend to, to update and, mm-hmm. and keep up with the times and in, in terms of house it can be details. hard to know where to start once you start that's, mm-hmm. that's renovating. right and so those folks when when the time comes for them to sell those houses tend to be on the on the lower end of that spectrum um, which in today's time, in the last couple of years or so, we've seen that four four fifty number is is pretty much the the low end, mm-hmm. um, and you don't often find too many. Now the the million dollar one does does you've got it on your list, but you don't often find any that have been fully renovated that have sold because it's not common for for a family to come in, renovate it, and then want to leave it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't see many resales that have been updated. Most of the sales are need updating or have mm-hmm. a little bit updating but haven't been fully redone yet. Would you expect that this would be sort of like Chevy Chase at some point in time where people would come in and they want the lot so bad that they would actually raise the house and, and <laughs> start from the ground up? Yeah, absolutely. We actually just saw the first teardown, um, to my knowledge, since I've been out here anyway. We just saw the first teardown a couple of months ago, and nothing has gone back up yet. Um, but there are a couple of more in the neighborhood that my opinion would be that they would follow suit after Mm -hmm. that. Um, the last couple of years has kind of shown, um, sky's the limit really in terms of your renovation. You can do about whatever you want and in the neighborhood will hold the value. Are there Um, restrictions? Uh, you have an HOA I'm assuming. We, we do have an HOA. It's, um, again, it's kind of, it's old school, so it's voluntary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's not a, a requirement that you be a, a paying member of it, but you would certainly have to follow the deed restrictions. Mm-hmm. There are only three deed restrictions in all of Greenbrier. Three. Three. No chain link fencing. Okay. No above ground pools and okay. no detached structures. Okay. So if you needed a garage, you could just... Well, can so you that's, do, can you do that thing where you you build the garage and then you have a little walkway? Yeah, and it's like attached. a breezeway. Yeah, yeah, you would attach it that way. Um, I think ultimately, my guess is now certainly I wasn't around when they wrote those restrictions. My guess is because the lots were so big, what they meant by detached structures would have been a second dwelling. Gotcha. So because you've got an acre, there's plenty of room to build two houses, mm-hmm. but that was not the intent. Um, and so 
now a lot of times people are interpreting detached structures as detached garages mm-hmm. and is that included or is it not but well i think with the landlock issue we have here in Fayette county you yeah. know finding a, an acre mm-hmm. to, to build on is hard so i, I could Very. foresee you know that at some point in time sure. a lot of houses out here may get you know raised and, and rebuilt up because you, you can't find the land anywhere else and mm-hmm. then you're on a beautiful golf course you got and a you're great so close to hamburg you're yeah. just right around the corner, really. Which for us, by the way, we call Hamburg, it's like Louisville. Uh-huh. See, for where we live, it's, uh-huh. like, yeah. it's just as close for me to go to Louisville as it is to come to Hamburg. It's and exactly. and then we have yeah. to go like another 10 minutes past it to get to your house. I was yes. telling Kim, I, you know, this is, it feels like we left an hour ago. To uh-huh. well, probably our, really well, our son lives in Georgetown yeah. and it feels, it, the trip literally feels the, the same. the same. Yeah. 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 But That's, I mean, it was a, it's a nice drive. I've heard stories from Jennifer and others that just talked about when she was younger and in school and maybe would invite a friend over for the weekend they would say hey you want to come to our come to the house and stay tonight and the friend's parents would say I'm not driving you out there. Uh, <laughs> no, at the time their yeah. Hamburg wasn't there there yeah. was nothing yeah. Oh, yeah, and exactly. it was I can very vividly remember the first thing to go up in Hamburg which was oh, what that was it? it was that kids place uh, kids zone area over there where there's a KFC and there's a gas station and there's a Wendy's it's all built up into one one building there it's, it's near um, Autumn Ridge Pleasant exactly. Ridge area yeah and there they put in a Mr. Gaddy's pizza and there was that, you know, kids' playground area, which, of course, now, you know, you, you think I would Lexington never let my kids go there. so mm-hmm. much. I grew up yeah. in Plantation out Harrisburg Road. Okay. Manowar was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no uh, Harrods Hill, no Beaumont, nothing Goodness. down the right side. So, for me, we would leave our neighborhood, and we'd get on our bikes, and we'd go to Southland Pool mm-hmm. for the day. And we would ride all the way up past New Circle before you saw the first house or anything. It was just cow fields all the yeah. way in Goodness. so i can imagine here uh-huh. the same it was way. that way so did you go to public school or private school when you so were growing up? i went to providence montessori and then i went to dixie and then in third grade i transferred over to lca and that's actually where i graduated from so do you know what schools uh the public schools mm-hmm. this subdivision feeds into yeah currently they're garrett morgan um, that's the new one right is it is the new one new? on polo club mm-hmm. uh crawford and then uh, Frederick Douglass, the okay. new high school there high on school. Winchester Road. Um, now, recently, talking about changes in the area, you've got the, the Polo Club extension, which is where Costco is, um, and the apartments that are there on the corner of Manowar and across from Costco. Just past those apartments, um, the Madden family sold some property to Fayette County for a, I believe the first project is a middle school, oh. but there's also enough property there, if I understand right, for an elementary school. Okay. So potentially down the road, maybe we switch to one of the, the mm-hmm. middle school would make sense. I don't know if we stay at the, the existing elementary or if we move to that. Mm-hmm. But another big change there is a, next to, so you've got Costco, Cabela's, and then just past that, on that side of the street, um, about a month ago, they broke ground on the new Central Baptist hospital facility uh, oh so that's wow. going to be a that's, huge uh, now how's that going to the traffic uh how's that going to affect that do you think well it will i think currently they're they're working on widening winchester road from where manor dead ends into winchester towards town okay. so towards lexington will be four lane oh, um wow. to help alleviate some of that traffic uh, undoubtedly it, it, it'll bring more traffic to mm-hmm. the area um 
But when I think about the benefits to it or people on this side of town, access to a, a full hospital yeah, I guess you really don't have good mm-hmm. access to a hospital. No. St. Joe would, East would say, is probably the closest. It and it's really yeah. only probably 15 minutes. It's not too far, but you're going down Manowar and you hit all the lights. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. So that's not great. But having a full facility there, um, you know, that'll be a big benefit to, to other outlying counties as far as bringing... Right, uh, Winchester. Uh, yeah, as far as bringing into the emergency room, I think that'll be a huge benefit to them, not having to drive through town now to navigate. I, n- I never even thought about that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that to so my that attention. Should, um, but that also, so that hospital, I feel like, too, has really helped Greenbrier, as well as all the surrounding residential areas. Um, the number that I heard, and I, I can't confirm this at all, I was just told that, that they anticipated about 800 jobs for that hospital facility. So, right. you know, the people want to live close to where they work. So I think that's going to have a, a great uh, impact on our residential real estate just around the area. Mm-hmm. So Very good. Um, do you have um, a playground close by, walking trails, anything anything like that? Or is most of the activity, you, you've got nice wide streets. Do you just... Mm-hmm. There's not a playground in Greenbrier proper. I take the boys over to Pleasant Ridge, you know, which is just probably a 10 minute drive from here. I'll take them over there. But really the, you know, we've got sidewalks all around the neighborhoods. The boys will will ride bikes and they'll ride their scooters. And we live, of course, on a cul-de-sac. So they play out there. Mm -hmm. And then with the pool, that's kind of our main gig Mm -hmm. during the summertime. Um, So we don't, there's not a playground and you know, of course, I would love for there to be one close, but we don't really miss it, I think. Mm-hmm. And then one thing we didn't mention is during the summertime, if you're a member of the club, you can fish. So oh, okay. the boys both have fishing poles and tackle yeah, I boxes. I saw that body of water out there. Was uh-huh. that a man-made or has that always been there? It's, no, it was man-made. It's man-made. It's yeah. actually the, the on a map, it would tell you it's the, the, the beginning of the, what is it, South Elkhorn Creek? No, uh, I don't know if it's north or south, but yes, it's the so it's, headwaters of one. But it was, it's a man-made lake, but it's been fully stocked. And so... Can you take a, a little boat out there? You cannot take a boat out there, but the boys just love to fish. So, I mean, during the summer, you know, we'll get up and swim all day and then go to the club and have dinner and then fish. And it's, you really can, I know it feels like it's far out here to some degree, but you could really stay right here, mm-hmm. which I think makes it a unique, a unique situation because there's places to eat and all that so, I was, so I was, you didn't even really need them to build hamburg you were just fine i was just she fine was, she was fine yeah <laughs> do you all ever go to restaurants close by or do you mainly cook at home and eat at the clubhouse we mainly cook at home i cook pretty much every night we will go out you know on a date night every every once in a while which feels like a strange thing during COVID. of mm-hmm. course we've not been out as much but we we love to go to windy corner Mm-hmm. which you know which we never go to because it's so far it's away well i'm sure yeah. it would feel, you can take back roads from here and be there gosh 10 or 15 minutes so we love to go to windy corner we love little places like that tell, can you tell me a little bit about windy corner and what's on the menu that's or what's your favorite thing oh i'll let you say is that is that a, that's mm-hmm. not chef Wida, is it, is yes. it chef yeah. Yeah. Okay. this is a hot tip right here the best fried banana peppers oh yep. oh they're delicious windy corner Best fried. Do they banana are they stuffed with cream cheese or anything fun like that? No, they're pickled. They're oh. pickled banana peppers and then <gasps> sliced. So they're uh, mm-hmm. yeah, very good. So we usually go with a French dip sandwich and fried banana peppers uh, is our windy corner go to. Uh, my favorite local spot. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sherry's. Sherry's. <laughs> so Sherry's <laughs> is on Winchester Road. Okay. Oh, just boy. over into Clark County, uh, right across from the the drive-in. The old there's an old drive-in on on Winchester Road. 
So right across from that's a little block, uh, cinder block building. It says Sherry's on the front of it. Sherry's is open for breakfast and lunch uh, Monday through Saturday. Uh, and uh, growing up in a small town, I like a small town place. Yeah. And I like to go, just like anybody else, I like to go places where people know who you are. and mm-hmm. It's just fun. And so we walk in, no matter time of the day, uh, Sherry asks the boys if they want their regular boys say yes they get two scrambled eggs two pieces of bacon will usually gets funyuns brooks will get cheetos <laughs> they split a gatorade and that's the best place ever oh i love it's it saturday morning we're, we're gonna have to go and, what, and what do you get now uh so for breakfast i go with the platter which is uh, <laughs> a gravy and gravy and biscuit oh, two, two eggs game. over medium how and do bacon you, how do you do you just carry that sasquatch around to stay so thin yeah. you, how do you yeah. eat like that <laughs> just follow me around for a day i guess uh and then lunch every day lunch is just a different special so you you just don't even really ask you just go in and tell her you whatever's for lunch i'll have a plate and oh, it's going to be I'm good so really whatever that. it is miss sherry will, over here we're going to go to sherry will take care of you <laughs> might be about 10 years from now is that the actual <laughs> name of the it is sherry's, it's, cafe. sherry's cafe sherry's cafe is the name of it and it's uh yeah that's i'm a regular I think, kim we're gonna have to come out here and play golf well we'll stop at um we'll, we'll stop at sherry's we'll for breakfast we can we can pack a bag play golf and then we'll go to windy corner for stay lunch here. On the way home. we can stay here go. for a night or two yeah. Yeah. jennifer can bring it for on. us yeah. that's, that's right <laughs> i love come, it come on in come on in uh you mentioned uh walking trail so i did want to bring that up the um what are they called? Is it the Brighton Trail? Brighton or the... I don't know yeah. what the real name Legacy is. Or something. It's the Brighton Rail Trail. Okay. Yeah. Bright- so it starts or stops, however you want to look at it. Uh, Walnut Grove uh, is the road that divides um, Greenbrier Original from Greenbrier Reserve. And so if you go to the end of Walnut Grove, that's where that walking trail starts. So you could actually stay on that walking trail and get from here all the way to Hamburg. And then once they get that bridge built, go... As far as that will take you, mm-hmm. um, my I don't sister's know what family loves to do that. They will, yeah. you know, their kids are older and they can do that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. they'll ride bikes all the way to the farmers market at Liquor Barn oh, in Hamburg, wow. so you can get from here to there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of folks that that do that. It's like a little mini Appalachian that. Trail. <laughs> it, it is, is. It's like it a little. Once right. the boys get a little bit older, right now, I think we'd have a lot of complaining. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> a few minutes in. Um, what else did I want to ask you about? Are you on public sewer out here or septic? Yes. So public sewer came through. I learned this uh, doing some repairs on the original house. I believe in '78 was a, if I remember right. Uh, so it's it's public. The only thing that, that we're not that we don't have public wise is uh, trash. So we don't have regular trash service mm-hmm. uh, like most of the other in. Do you interior can you pay to have a trash? Yeah, absolutely. There's two other services that okay. cover here. It's just not. Most of Lexington, when you pay your LexServe bill, mm-hmm. that pays for your trash and your right. sewer. We pay our like serve bill and only pays for the sewer. Okay. And so you you get a third party to do the trash. Gotcha. Pickup. Yeah. Yeah. I, the reason I asked the question about is it even available? I grew up in the country in Virginia and it was not available. So there sure. was a burning barrel out back, and that's uh-huh. where the burnable things yeah. got disposed right. of. And, and then you had well water. The other thing we had well water, and then the things that couldn't burn, somebody had to haul them off to mm-hmm. a, yeah. a dump or something. Sure. But. Um, well, oh, I wanted to ask you, I, I, I didn't want to leave without talking to you about your farm, because I, I am so curious, because you had a picture a couple years ago of the cutest little llama, um, and I never got to find out, like, where is this llama, what kind of farm do you have right now, what other animals do you have? So, um, yeah, we've got a little little spot on Old Richmond Road, 
And they're actually alpacas, so don't alpacas. Ca- don't call okay. them llamas. Remember, they I, might was, get I was asking Rick earlier. I said, "What's that cute little fuzzy animal with a long neck?" And he's like, "Llama." I said, "Yes, but there's another one. What is it?" Neither Al- of us could think of it. Mm-hmm. They're alpacas, <laughs> uh, and so a buddy and I got those because we thought that would be fun, and the kids would like them, and Jennifer and and his lady friend would like them, and uh, she. I'm shaking my head. I I do not do much with the alpacas. And if you know me, that's not shocking. She doesn't. Jennifer wasn't built for farming, I can tell you. But you're so crafty. Uh, I'm very crafty. You you do other things. I'm so in pain. Currently, I think we've got six alpacas um, out there in that one field. We've got six alpacas, a miniature, what was supposed to be a fainting goat. A fainting goat. What's a fainting goat? Um, So a fainting goat is is a goat that you can scare and will immediately faint. Do you do this? Just lays over. Do you, is, do well, you do this for entertainment? Um, we, we did because we were told this goat was a fainting goat. <laughs> his However, name is Bo. His, his name, name is Bo. Bo. However, Bo the goat is defective. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't faint. I can assure you that we have tried uh, a lot of different things to get Bo to faint, and he he won't do it. Do you tip cows too? No. You know, most cows sleep laying down. Um but either way, um, yes, we've got six six alpacas, uh, Bo the goat, and a donkey. And her name's Jenny. So, do you so do you just drive out there every once in a while when you've had a stressful day and you just want to hang out with these animals? Or yeah, so grow, growing up with cows, I just that's kind of I guess it's in my blood wanting to be with animals and take mm-hmm. care of them and do that sort of thing. Uh, but people ask about the alpacas; they're like, "What do you do with them?" Nothing. That you do nothing with them. They're just labor. <laughs> At least when I get tired of my cows, I could eat one of them. <laughs> like, but these alpacas, you can't do anything. That, people do eat them apparently, but we haven't done that. Um, so and, next and we time will we, not. So, we will not be eating them. So one of these Christmas yeah. parties, when we get to have parties uh, again, we're not going to have like alpaca on a platter. I, you know, I doubt it. No, no we will not. Uh, but you might eat a an Allen family farm raised cow. Uh, if you know what? At least there, it would be. Sure. You know, um, it would probably have a happy life. <laughs> he, and did. A, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have to go out there every day? How often do you have to go there? Yeah. So, wintertime, I'm out there more often because their water freezes. I don't. We don't have the ability to have a heated water mm-hmm. uh, where they're at in the pasture, so the water freezes. So you got to make sure it's the ice is busted, so they've got something to drink. Uh, but in the summer, they're they're a little bit. Um, you can sparse uh, sparsely visit. A little more. Is that part of like a, a, a how your day starts? You go there in the morning, or is that where you? Sometimes end your day? I'd like to. I'd like to get up every morning and start there, and then go from there. But you know as well as I do in the real estate world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we wake up in the morning and uh, the plans totally. Change. That's right. Look at your phone, <laughs> and you you're going a different direction than what you thought you were going. So yeah, for you it might be. Oh my gosh, I've got someone that wants to see a house in Firebrook, and for me it might be. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah, I've got someone that right. wants to see a house in Greenbrier. Is I yeah. better give myself forty five minutes. That's right. That's right. So, I think that's about all I have, Rick. Any anything else you want to know? That's that's been really helpful for for me um, because I don't get out here as much. <laughs> sure. And I'm trying to think. I think this is literally the third time I've been in Greenbrier Subdivision, and that's today and the last two Christmas parties at this house. Here. Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully, so, we'll get perfect. to have another one I this year. I think that's the only three times I've ever been to Greenbrier. It's and a I've, really, really unique and yeah. special. You know, coming from Ben, who really, I think, thought he was going to leave Lexington. I think he's happy. I, I, I hope he's happy he's here. <laughs> yeah, very, very much so. I, I, so I grew up um, on the same road or same ridge as all of my family. So 
mm-hmm. next to us were cousins and aunts and uncles and that sort of thing. So while we were lived spaced very far apart on different farms, it was still family that were very close. And so you just went to whoever's house and, you know, hung out, did whatever. Um, and I, I would love that still today, but we get that same feeling here because Jennifer's mm-hmm. family still all lives in here. Yes, that's and very so, special. I yeah. grew up right next to my grandparents. And oh, there's I just... mean, you can see my mom's house. She lives right across the lake, and my aunt and uncles and both my cousins, you can see their houses. Oh, that and is fantastic. It's, it's really it's really special. Of course, I think it's special, but I'm kind of partial, so it's interesting yeah. to hear yeah. Ben's perspective. Yeah. No, I, if I've got to be stuck somewhere other than in a farm I'm happy to be stuck in Greenbrier very good (laughs) well I appreciate you all uh, sharing your wealth of information and um, letting us come and and hang out during dinner time Um, now you can go get your kids back Um, (laughs) I am Kim Zander and anybody that's out there listening that needs a realtor you can reach me at 859-230-4597 And uh, I look forward to hearing from you soon. And if anybody wants to go shopping in Greenbrier, I can tell you all about it now. Have a good day.